What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Reach for the Stars. I hope you've enjoyed the first two episodes so far and got a bit better understanding of me and why I've decided to create this podcast. If you haven't checked them out, go and give them a listen now. They're not too long and then come back to... So today's episode, episode number three, I'm going to talk to you about my battle with depression. So I'm going to tell you how I felt, how I came out the other side and just try, you know, be honest about it. So for anyone that doesn't know, this week is actually Suicide Prevention Week. And to be honest, my plan with this podcast was to always go with the flow. I never had a set way I wanted to deliver it. So it seems like a good week and a good time to actually talk about this. You know, as Suicide Prevention Week is about raising awareness and helping other people feel that they're not alone. I'll be honest with you, this is certainly something that I never used to speak about. Never at all, really. I'm a lot more comfortable and confident talking about it now. And I'm not ashamed of it anymore. And I'm it's not something that I try to hide. So, yeah, I'm going to, like I said, talk about it in this episode. Be transparent. And hope that it helps someone out there listening. Helps hope that it helps someone feel like they're not alone. And that there is, there is a way out. So, I'll be honest... I couldn't sit here and tell you and pinpoint exactly when I started having these feelings. I was young, 14, 15. And at that age, I don't really think you understand mental health. I don't think you do at all. I think it's certainly something that you're not taught, like you're not taught about. It's not really talked about much. Um, and when you're young, it's, it's hard to understand and you sort of just want to play it off because you don't want to feel like you're different you don't want to feel like you're an odd one out so it's certainly really hard it's something I struggled with because I I just associated how I felt with the fact I hated school oh school that's doing that but you know actually there's got to be a line drawn between I think we're very quick to blame it on environments which obviously environments can play a big part on your mental health if you're already struggling with mental health an environment people places can of course affect them but also there's there's an element that it's from you you know I used to bring these thoughts these feelings home like hide away in my room want to be alone I wouldn't want to always go out with people like people from school and you just you wanted space but at the same time, you wanted to be there, but you just didn't feel like it. It's, it's hard. Like, I, I I couldn't even sit here and describe you how it felt because I, I, I really couldn't. Like, you feel like you're a burden. You feel just like the odd one out. You feel like the second anyone finds out, they're going to think different of you and treat you differently. You're going to lose all your friends just because, you know, you're having these thoughts and feelings that's, you know, not normal. Like, you, at that age, you don't think it's normal. I didn't. I thought, what's, why, why, why is this happening to me? What, you know, what, why is this going on? Because I, I didn't know about mental health, really. I, I didn't, like... You're young, and I think that's the same, like, it's just, it's not something that's massively out there. 
it's hard. It is really hard. Like, it's only like looking back now that I understand that the thoughts and feelings I was realised I was having later on down the line, I'd been having all along. Especially, I lost my granddad um, when I was about 14, 15, and like losing someone's hard, really hard. No matter who, who it is, when it happens, it's hard. And that was something that was so difficult to deal with. Really difficult. And it definitely affected me a lot. Because I think it's something that at the time I just, I didn't want to talk about. You almost wanted to forget it happened. To try and hide the feelings. And you felt like every time his name would be mentioned you'd get sad. When that shouldn't be the case at all. But again, like it was it was the, the young age. Like you don't understand. You really don't. And this is the issue. Like without speaking out and asking for help, things can't change and people don't un- like people don't know. And this is this was my, this was what I really struggled with and suffered with because I felt like I was like a burden. I felt like I was different and I didn't want to be judged. And this is why I didn't speak out about it. Because you didn't want people... And people to say, oh, you're lying. Because it's it's so hard. You just don't know what the right thing to do. So for me, the easiest thing to do was just hide away. And, you know, exclude myself. And stay out of people's way. Because I didn't want to hurt people. I didn't want to feel like a burden. I didn't want to be the... Ruining the vibes. Ruining the mood. It's hard. It really was. But... I sort of thought, oh, when I leave school, it will all be okay, be fine. You know, there's so many times at school I just, you know, you just, these feelings and thoughts and you just think you don't want to be here, you know, is this how my life's going to be forever, you know, is this ever going to change, it's so hard, it really is, like, I didn't hate my life, don't get me wrong, like, I didn't hate my life and I had so I have so many great memories from school and you know I did I didn't always have a good time but I didn't always have a bad time but like I was saying you know at that age I just I really just don't think people understand mental health I certainly didn't and I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit that like that's one of the reasons I'm speaking out about it and have like I said created this podcast to help other young people because it's so hard like you just don't want to be judged you know when I was, as I got older, so I left school, thought, ah, everything's going to be better now. But it wasn't. It really wasn't. And I think it was soon after that I sort of had to start thinking, is it the places around me or, or is it me? You know, not saying that, you know, a place, like I said, can't affect it, but... I just thought all my problems would go away when I left school, but they didn't because I still wasn't taking any responsibility and talking about and asking for help on how I was feeling. You know, I went into this apprenticeship and I was doing I was doing what I finally wanted to do, but I was still st- struggling with these thoughts and feelings. You know, just feeling like I wasn't wanted by anyone feeling alone yet I'm surrounded by an amazing family amazing group of friends 
it's, it's so hard. It really is. You know, as time went on and I, as I've sort of spoke about before, I went into a team leader role. And, you know, yes, the role put a lot of stress and pressure and, you know, problems on me. And it did, it did make things go worse. But that wasn't the cause of my problems. It wasn't. You know, these these were already there. And I think again, like, you can be quick to blame oh it's that it's that it's that thing that's doing it. And like I still I still wasn't thinking actually, like, I need help. I was like, Oh, it's just this job, that's what's doing it. Even though, you know, I literally I'd phone in sick or say I was ill because I just didn't want to be there. But it wasn't because I didn't want to be there, it was just because I couldn't I was struggling myself, like, I couldn't bring myself to be there, because, you know, there's all these thoughts, and things are is going through my head, and I just felt like shit all the time, you know, even though you'd be out with your friends, having a good time, like, on the outside, I always look so happy, I always look like the happiest person going, and this is, this is why, like, it's so easy not to know what's going on with someone because, honestly, I think you could ask a lot of people as well and they would tell you that I look, like, so happy and always, like, full of energy. And that's what also makes it so hard to hide because it's so tiring keeping up that fake energy, faking it. It's so tiring. And it's hard because you just come home even more exhausted, even more upset, you know, feeling like a liar, feeling like you've done wrong, you know, blaming yourself for everything. It's so hard. And so just just to hide it, like when people say, oh, is it okay? Yeah, I'm all good, man, I'm all good. When you know you're not, like as it as time went on, I just started to realise, like, what what's going on? Like, I think as I got older as well, I was like, what what is this? Like, I started just going down, like, dodgy paths, you know, trying to fit in. Like, people were turned on me when I was in this team leader role. Like, the other lifeguards around me who, you know, were older than me and been there longer. You know, we'd gone from being friends to them sort of, like, not were like wondering why I got this role and why I'm now having more responsibility and can't do certain things. And that's so hard. You know, when I left school, I ditched everyone. I left, ev- I, I hated school so much and thought that school and the people there were, the, you know, by I thought by eliminating all of it, it would make all my problems go away, but it didn't. So I literally left school and you know, to the points that I literally deleted Instagram, Snapchat, all them stupid apps you have, and literally made new ones because I just, I didn't want anything to do with school and the people there because that's what I thought was causing, again, like, I wasn't ready to still admit that I needed help. And this is, like, even at the leisure centre, like, it took a long time and it's so hard, like, to have then made these friends and be missing out and I think as well, like, I then wondered why I'd, like, just ditched all my mates from school. 
And I just felt like so alone. Even more alone than I already was feeling. Because I, I just felt like I'm just missing out. But it was my, like, do you know what I mean? Because it was my fault I'd done this, I felt even worse. Again, like, I, I can't even explain to you the feeling. Just, just lying in a dark room. Just alone with your thoughts. And you, people say, like, what do you feel? And I honestly, sometimes you honestly feel nothing. Like, you feel numb. You feel cold. You honestly feel nothing. Like, you don't want to talk. You just want to be alone. It's, I can't explain to you. Like, I'm probably just chatting away, like, random. And you're wondering, what am I chatting about? Like, I, I, honestly, I can't tell you what what it felt like. It's, it's a feeling like, people be like, oh, well, there must be something wrong. Yeah, but I didn't know what. I, I did not know what. I was like, why do I feel like this? I'm working towards the career I want, I've got a good job, you know, I've made new mates, I'm having a good time, you know, I was like, why do I feel like this, and I was getting angry, I was like, why, why do I feel like this, why can't I shake these feelings, and you know, I kept trying to tell myself, you're okay, pull through, like, man, come on, and it just makes it all worse, because all these emotions just take you over, they just take over you, so hard, and yeah, like I said, you know, I wanted to fit in so bad and pretend that none of this was happening. I started smoking weed with some of the boys and drinking. And it just, it's, that wasn't me. It really wasn't. But the reason I was doing it is because, you know, I most people listening to this, chances are you've been drunk or high, right? You know, when you feel high when you're drunk, if, if you feel like there's nothing else going on in the world sometimes, like, obviously you can trip, but you just, I don't know, you just feel like you're having a good time, and I got a little bit hooked on that feeling, I just, I was like, that's the answer, like, I just felt like I was having a good time laughing, you know, you could just forget about all those problems, all them worries, all those thoughts, all those feelings, not feel like a burden, not feel unwanted, not feel alone, just for a few hours, and it was nice, you know, I think I went away for a few weeks during this time when I was really, really low, and I just did not want to come back, I just, again, like, I just didn't know, and I came back, and I think it was then I started to realise, like, something's not right, like, why do I not want to go back to my life? Because obviously away, like, I'm in America, man. Like, I was I was living a whole different life. Like, it's a whole different ball game in America. Like, on a holiday, it's different. Like, you're not doing your day. And I was like, why do I not want to go back to my life? And I, that was when I started to realise, like, come, there's got to be, there's got to be something I can do about this. Like, there's got to be ways I can change. And I went back, just slipped back into the habits I ended up just rage quitting my job because I was like, that's the answer. I can't, I, I couldn't take it anymore. I physically couldn't take it anymore. Because, and I thought that was going to be the answer for me. I still, I still couldn't find that courage to speak out and say, I need some help. Like, can someone help me? And I just thought, I'll just quit it and just give it all up. That, that will be, that will make it better. Of course, that's not going to make it better. 
you know, luckily for me, I was able to talk. I was then, actually by doing that, obviously it led to the conversation and I could say, listen, I'm struggling. Like, this job is not what I thought it was, you know, the pressure. It's hard. I need help. And that, you know, that was obviously then a, a bit of a turning point. Like, I still, I wasn't happy in the job because I was still blaming it. But it wasn't the job. Like I like, I did enjoy the job. I genuinely did. Like I'm thank, like now looking back at it, I'm so thankful for that job and everything, all the experience I got from it, all the people I got to meet from it. You know, it, it's made me who I am today. You know, I went. Time went on, and I think, I you know, I was still slipping into these bad habits, and I was trying to hide it so much that I just became a bad person, and I nearly lost my friends, man few people that I had around me, I was like, what are you doing, Georgia? I was like, this is not you. You're trying to be someone you're not to please people you don't care about just to fit in and try and make yourself feel good. Like, when the people that actually mean the most to me, like, I'm upsetting them. But they didn't know. And you can't... I couldn't expect them to know because I wasn't telling them a thing. Like, to them, I was just doing stupid shit for the fun of it and they were like why are you doing that you know i i didn't sit there and tell them oh you know i'm feeling like this 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 and this you know i don't know what to do i need help like i didn't tell any of them that so i couldn't have expected them to understand and realize and you can't like it's hard like i think that was a big turning point for me and i sort of thought man what are you doing what are you doing? You're upsetting the people that mean the most to you. You need to change. I was like, I need to change. And that's when I was like, I've got to quit all this. I've got to quit the, you know, like, staying out late and drinking and you're just doing stupid shit. I was like, I've just got to stop. And I did. You know, I went on and I still, I still hadn't found the courage to talk about it and tell people how I was feeling. I hadn't, and it wasn't until later on in the year that, oh man, I just hit rock bottom, I, you know, I still was wanted out of the job, because I felt like it was the job still, even though I was so, so close to finishing my PT qualification, starting it, and then obviously finishing it, like I was, I'd started it, I just, I just felt like, I just felt like a failure, you know, I felt so weak because I I couldn't find the courage to talk to anyone. I just felt, I don't even know. You know, and I, I ended up just absolutely having a bit of a breakdown, really. Um, you know, when you're, like, really not okay. And all week I'd been trying to hide the fact that I was struggling and I didn't know what to do. Like, I... I needed help, and I think a few people started to realise that, that I needed some help. And someone said to me, are you okay? And you know them words, like, when you're not okay at all, and them three words just have the power to make you just absolutely break down. That's what happened. I just... Honestly, I'd never really been one to cry, because I felt... I thought that crime was a weakness. I felt like crime was seen as a weakness, but it's not. I actually now think that crime is seen as strength because, you know, 
you've got that strength to let your emotions out. And I was like, I'm not going to hide this anymore. And I just absolutely broke down. Tears in to strangers. Well, they weren't strangers, but <laughs> I knew them. But you know what I mean? Like, people that aren't immediate to you. And, I, uh, you know, that's when I finally could start talking about it. And, you know, things things started to look up from there. But I was still I was still struggling. I still was. And it wasn't until the next year, like, I don't know, a few weeks down the line, months down the line, I was like, I was ready, like, all these weeks, months, I was starting to come to terms with things and that I needed help. I wasn't okay. You know, I was still, I was like, this isn't normal. Why? Why do I, like... Some days, yeah, I physically couldn't drag myself out of bed. Like, it it might sound silly. And obviously, at the time, I thought it sounded silly too. But now, like, it's not. I, I would honestly lie in bed and just felt nothing, felt numb. Felt, I don't even know, I couldn't get myself out of bed. It's, it's, like, I just couldn't. But I used to think that was so stupid. I used to think, why, why are you struggling so much? Like, why? And that's why I would get angry at myself because all these emotions were stuck. I couldn't get them out. And I, I finally, do you know what? I finally told someone and I said, two of my friends, I finally found the confidence and said, listen, I need, I was like, I'm not okay. I'm struggling. I think they knew that already, but... You have to, it has to come from myself. It had to. And I finally said it and they, I then found the courage to sit with my parents and say, listen, I need, I need to get some help. They were shocked. They were like, well, why? What's going on? I was like, well, I think I've got depression. Like, I'm not okay. I don't want to be going to work. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to, I didn't want to interact with people. Like, I'd literally just go places like in my pajamas because I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to. Like, I'd just fully seclude myself and just hide away. And I was like, yeah, I need, I need help. And that's what I just. I went, I went to the doctor's, booked an appointment. And I remember it like I just got in this office with what is it a GP? I just broke down tears absolute floods of tears I've never cried like it in my life similar to when I had broke down before absolute tears and that that was all I really needed like I did it I finally obviously it was a complete stranger but I found it so easier to talk to a stranger who had nothing about knew nothing about me I could finally sit there and get it all out all these things that had been on my chest for months years like I started to realise, and it's like, wow, I've, this has been going on for ages. I just haven't had the strength, the courage to talk about it and tell anyone. You know, I've got some help on like online counselling. But for me, that was all I needed. I just, I needed to finally admit that I needed help, and that was that was the game changer for me. So from there on, it obviously got a whole lot better. Like, I, I enjoyed the last few weeks of my job, the team leading role. Don't get me wrong, of course I was happy to leave it because I was going on to do the thing I really wanted to do. But, do you know, I actually, 
learn to enjoy the lifeguarding a bit more and enjoy the team leader role. And it was nice, like, not to have finish it on bad memories, on bad terms. And, you know, stay there. Obviously, I did get a lot happier out of it as well. But that was not from just leaving the job, but also it was because I'd started to work on myself and realise all these things and start making the changes I needed. You know, and I think I soon started to understand that it wasn't so hard and it wasn't so bad to talk about it and people weren't so quick to judge. Because that's what I used to think. I just used to think people would just judge me and tell me I'm a liar and I should pull myself together. But when you actually started to talk to people and you realise, oh, these people actually just want to help. Like, they care about me. They love me. Like, they just want to see me happy and, like, they just want to help. And everything just went uphill from there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously everyone has bad days. Everyone has bad days. It's just learning how to deal with them and learning everything. So, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, if I if I could, I, I, like I was saying, I honestly couldn't sit and tell you how it feels. I couldn't. You know, some days, like I said, I could, I struggle to pull myself out of bed. You know, there were some days I'd have to, make excuses to leave work because I couldn't I couldn't cope with what you know how I was feeling you know I felt like a burden I felt alone I felt like I felt like the world was against me I felt like I was I, I felt like I didn't deserve to be here I just didn't understand it but I think it's hard like I think it's different for everyone but it's really hard to explain like to talk about it even now, I'll happily talk about it with people, but, mate, it ne- sometimes it nearly brings me to tears talking about it. But I'm not afraid, I'm not ashamed of that anymore. Like, if I want to have a conversation with someone about it and cry, I'll allow it. Like, it's part of me and it's happened. And I'm not grateful for it, but at the same time, without it, I wouldn't be who I am today. You know, you wouldn't obviously wish that upon anyone and you wouldn't want to wish it upon yourself. But for me now, having to obviously look back at it and look back at it as in it, how I felt and obviously now talk about it, I think, wow, you know, that's this is sort of what's made me now and given me some of these clear values and the passion that I have for what I do because of what happened and what I've sort of went through. You know, I still struggle now and even now I have to sort of like, say to myself come on like talk about it you know get it off your chest you're not I don't you, I don't need to be so strong all the time I don't need to be the strong one and I sort of I'm much better now at letting things out you know crying all things like this like, I'm not ashamed and afraid to do that anymore you know I don't feel like I need to hide away like I, st- I do try I do struggle sometimes everyone does but it's just learning how to deal with it and learning for you, it's it's a big it's a big you thing that you have to change to come out the other side. So, for me, what I learned the best ways to deal with it, pull your, like, you know, pull yourself through the other side of it, and obviously that there is a way out, and it's not going to be like that forever if you can take action. So the first thing is ask for help. I think it has to it has to come from you. It's like anything. 
you can't be helped you can't expect people to understand if you don't accept that you need help ask for help like it's so hard and i know how i know how hard it is it took me weeks weeks to get the courage to tell the right people and to to open up it took me weeks but it was the best thing i ever did to ask for help and accept that i needed help but i couldn't do this anymore like i didn't i couldn't like there was a massive impact having that you know so obviously asking for help is a big thing the second thing is find what makes you happy like really really find things and treasure the things that make you happy whether it's your family your dog watching the football playing football sports for me a big thing that made an impact was getting into boxing helped me to control my emotions learn about controlling my anger letting my you know letting distressing myself find what makes you happy and make it a part of your day make it something you need to do on the regular you know hug people more i don't know whatever it is like that makes you happy text your friends speak to your friends make plans to go out do do things that make you happy life is so short and i think I spent, you know, there was a time I thought, I didn't want to be here. But now I'm like, you've got to live every moment. Like, you've got to be happy. And do all the things that are going to make you happy. Regardless of what everyone else is telling you. Oh, that won't, yeah, you can't do that. If it's going to make you happy, and it's good for you, then you should do it. Like, obviously I'm not saying if it's going to affect your health. Things like that. You need, you know, but if it's going to benefit you in a positive way and it's going to make you happy then you need to find those things next thing that this is definitely the biggest thing and i'm i'm still even trying to get come to terms with it now is not boiling things up just talk about things like it's it's so much easier said than done but it really is that simple talk about it it's hard i know it's hard like this podcast sitting here talking about it it's, it's been hard but it's really is like as hard as it is it's also it is that simple ring your friend ring your family can i talk to you about something you know it's so hard but it also is that simple so honestly it's a massive thing and you know cry cry more crying is not a sign of weakness crying is definitely a sign of your strength and you know you shouldn't be ashamed if you, if you need to, let it out, let it out, and you feel so much better for it, believe me. And you know, another big thing that I've learned and dealing with now, and it's a massive part of how I live my life now, is knowing my triggers. And this is, you know, this doesn't just go for depression, this goes for, you know, anxiety, anger. You just got to know what's going to set you off, like, and, like, sort of just do things to change that. Like, for me talking about or hearing about my granddad used to upset me whereas now I'm proud to say his name I'm proud to know that I'm his granddaughter and that he's part of my business and he I'm making a legacy for him and he's coming on every journey but I'm happy now to celebrate his life you know that's that's just an example of a way of changing a perception about something like you know another example like the team leading role I used to say oh that was shit that was not good now I'm like, do you know what? That year, 
taught me a massive lot about myself. It's changed me as an individual for the better and given me so much experience and opportunities that have shaped me and, you know, allowed me to get to where I am today. It's just a perception change. But, you know, you've got to know your triggers. Like, if you know that your boss, Karen, is winding you up every time you see her, leave. (laughs) You know, try and find a new job or try and avoid her. You know, don't fight back. Kill, kill, kill people with kindness. That's a massive thing I've learned. If you're kind to people, it's ma- it's a game changer. Like, just know your triggers. Like, even so, like if you know, and certain, you know, like I say, in environments, people, places, if you know they're going to trigger you off, upset you, whatever it's going to be, try and avoid them. And obviously, as well, you have to find a way to deal with these things. Like, when you feel like that, what are you going to do about it? Because this is something I used to do. So I used to feel that way, but do nothing about it, which you can't expect things to get better. So, you know, if now, if I feel angry, I'll go and box, I'll go for a run. I will go to the gym. If I'm sad, upset, I'll talk about it. If I'm stressed out, I'll do something, you know, I might read, sit, just put everything away. So you just got to know these triggers and find ways to deal with them. And it's hard and it takes time to figure out. Like walking is a big thing as well. For me, part of my daily routine because it allows me to be alone with, you know, in the nature. Just find what works for you. Know your triggers and know how to deal with them. But yeah, I mean, I guess that that's all really from me, to be honest. Um, yeah, that was, that was hard for me to do to be honest but yeah hopefully hopefully that you've enjoyed listening to it if you've listened to the whole thing thank you very much because i appreciate that's obviously a bit longer than some of the last podcasts i've done but yeah hopefully it's helped someone as that's that's always my goal with this is to help people raise awareness you know and hope that someone listening feels maybe the same as me or has felt the same and can relate to this. As I now listen to people who talk out about things and relate to them. And I find it really helpful. So, you know, best advice. Talk about it. Don't boil it up. Be ready to accept that you might need help. And go and get the help you need. But I hope, yeah, like I said, I hope you've all enjoyed this. Hopefully it's helped some of you. And share it with anyone you think it might help. And yeah, go and have a good day everyone. And yeah, remember to check in on your friends. Don't push too much as it's got to come, it's got to come from people. But the simple little things, are you okay, can make a big difference. Ring people, text people more, spend more time and treasure it. But yeah, have a good day everyone and I'll see you next time.